Hot Def Radio. It's your boy, Mike Eternal, and I'm here with... Mr. Morano. And... Cat. Hey, that's what's up. We that, that had a better flow to it. We might have to start doing that. <laughs> Don't put me last. Don't put you last. I think that's the key. Cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For Moving real, for real. Up. Hey, right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's week been good? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's been a lot of stuff happening, but I'm glad that we're here. Amen. We could... Be anywhere else in the world. You could be anywhere else in the world, <laughs> but, but you're, you're here, here with, with me. me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, lo- I like Jay Z. Oh, yeah. He's a little old school, I guess you could say. These these new young whippersnappers, right? And what's crazy is that like how much stuff he does in the background. I think that a lot of people miss that because he's very active as a social activist. And people don't even really realize it. But he does a lot of good. He really does. So Gangsters move in silence. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. But that's um what was I about to say? That is uh that is a natural principle. Mm-hmm. That's one one thing that's crazy is that because like um that's and that's a principle that God established in the earthly realm. And so anybody can use that. You don't have to be a child of God to access that. Where where sowing and reaping. You don't have to be a child of God to access sowing and reaping. Anybody can have farmland, plant seeds, and as long as the water comes, you'll get you'll get corn if you plant corn seeds, kernels, mm. whatever. Use another plant example. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I won't go help you. With that. <laughs> right. If you plant daffodil seeds, you will get daffodils. You don't have to be a child of God in order to do that. Mm. Like that is a that is a natural law of order he says as long as the earth remains there will be seed time and harvest so anybody can do that the world does that better than the than the Mm -hmm. church does isn't that crazy isn't that sad it is though it is because we're supposed to be showing them how it's done right yeah but but what's the deterrence to that the deterrence is one bad doctrine and two like like me i'm an airbender right so like I lean more towards the spirit realm and not so much into the natural realm to have true balance. So you lack common sense? No, because it's not common sense. Common One, common sense ain't common. And if common sense ain't common, then there will be a lot less people that can plant and receive harvest. So that's two different topics altogether. When we talk about common sense, we're not talking about the the ability to plant and, re- and to, to the ability to sow and reap. You don't have to have common sense to do that. It just happens when you do it. It just happens when you do it. You plant seeds, you get a harvest. Common sense is like, that's a relative term anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's not even anything definitive. We're in the spirit realm or the natural realm. So yeah. like, <laughs> like, I don't even know what common sense is. I, I don't even think anybody does. But that's besides the point. In the church, we lean so much on the spirit and the miracles of God that we miss the fact that God does more through cause and effect than he does through miracles, even though he is also a miracle worker. Mm-hmm. So because we do that, because when we read the Bible, then we, we, we get so allured, pulled in by the majesty of him doing miracles in the Bible, right? From Jesus working miracles all the way back to when, uh, when Moses uh, was having beef. I think it was with, with Korah. No, I don't think it was Korah. Bro, do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? Who who he was having beef with? Because they was like, we can talk, we can seek God for ourselves. Who was that woman? Was it Cora? 
gang banging on the Bible. I can't remember who that was, but there was somebody who who like he put the pole of he put he put the rod of Aaron down. And they put their rods down. When Aaron's rod budded, then that drew the line in who was for God and who wasn't. And then God opened up the earth and swallowed everybody in. That was not. That, that was because Cor- Korah's rebellion, right? Like yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, that's what that was, yeah. I was right. It yeah, was, you got or, this. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I was going to Google Moses beef with who. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Cats to save me. Nah, go ahead. I want to see what comes up. (laughs) (laughs) Who who did Moses beef with? Like the world. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so so like we get so pulled in by him doing something grandiose that we don't really look at the fact that he operates more through cause and effect, Mm -hmm. and because of that, the people who can understand cause and effect. They might they they'll have a better snowball effect in the natural realm than we who understand him in the spirit. That makes sense. You want to explain the whole airbender thing? Ooh, is that a whole nother? That man, that's whole like a top, yeah. yeah, that's like a four, five, six part yeah. series. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which coming movie? to you later <laughs> on the <laughs> light show, light show, light show. <laughs> I got to do my own echo. Light show, light show. <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, understanding like who he is as God of the heavens versus who he is as God of the earth of the earthly realm. But that's the same God Mm -hmm. just made two different realms and created two different operating systems. And so like how you operate in the earthly realm is not how you operate in the spiritual realm, but we being humans dwell in both. So we need to have understanding of both in the earth, in the spirit realm. We who are children of God, Christians follow him, then we start to understand him as in God of, as God of the heavens. You know what I'm saying? Because the Bible says those who worship him worship him in spirit and the truth. But then we lack understanding who he is as God of the earth. And when we do that, it creates an imbalance. When we should be the head, we end up being the tail. When we should be the lender, we end up being the borrower because we don't understand who he is as God of the earth. We're, we're limiting him to one or the other when he's both. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. And then the world does the same thing. Mm -hmm. They'll understand his principles as God of the earth and operate in those principles. But then if it can't transfer back to him being as being God of the heaven, then they're they limit themselves to just understanding his principles, Mm -hmm. but never really understand who he is, period. That relationship with him. The rela- yeah. having a real relationship because if you have to, if you worship him, you have to have a relationship right. with him to worship him, right. and you can only do that in the spirit realm. So they lack that ability, but then they still benefit in the natural because they understand natural principles that he set from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right when he created the earth, he was like, "Hey, I'm going to make this tree. Tree bear fruit. Fruit bear seed. Seed bear another tree. You understand that? You can take you can take advantage of that. But that doesn't mean that you will have a relationship with me. That just means that you understand the operating system that I set. So, what would be the lack of of benefit from not having? What would be the what would be the benefit of having a relationship if you if you somewhat have success without it without having a relationship? Uh well, well, for one, hell. <laughs> like first off, <laughs> like because it doesn't matter how much you benefit in the natural realm if you never connect with him in the spirit, then that is the op- exact opposite of salvation. That would be damnation, whether or not whether you rich or not. And then on top of that, peace. You know what I'm saying? So then, like, it doesn't matter how much money you have. There are plenty of millionaires that understand because when we're talking about seed time and harvest. 
Jarvis, we're talking about how to be able to operate, finding your space inside of the marketplace so that you might be able to extract money by solving problems, right? Mm -hmm. So they understand the cyclical nature of money and problems, but they, that doesn't translate over to res resolving conflict. So then they understand how to be able to take money and solve any of their problems. But then when they take money and try to resolve a conflict, it doesn't work and they can't figure out why. Mm. So then a lot of people just don't have inner peace because they don't ha know how to resolve conflicts because without, the, if they can't get back to God or have a relationship with God, then they don't understand that the foundation of a conflict is an is a disagreement between them and God, right? Yeah. That's what a conflict is. So if if they can't understand that, then then they're trying to they're trying to cut down a tree by pulling off leaves. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. And then next season the leaves come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they're like, "Why do these leaves come back? I want this tree gone." They, you never took the roots out, homie. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You never got down to the root of the issue because you don't accept the fact that you have it doesn't matter what you can do with money. You have to be submissive to a, the God of the spirit, which is what you are to begin with. You were spirit before you were mm -hmm. flesh. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you deny that, then you deny ever being that you deny access to ever being able to resolve any conflict that you have. You'll just you'll just either run from conflicts or just learn how to d live with conflicts. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was at a house one time. I but was, conflicts is very much so necessary. Absolutely. Even, even if you had a relationship, there's forever going to be conflicts. Right. But those conflicts can be resolved and then new conflicts introduced for you to be able to draw closer to him by resolving new conflicts. So every conflict that's resolved, you take a step closer to fullness, holiness, oneness with him. It's not just like you resolve a conflict and you stay the same. Resolving a conflict is you changing your mind so that you might be able to think more like him and y'all become more one. That's the whole purpose of the conflict. The conflict is him saying, hey, this is how I think and you don't think like this. When you learn to think like this, we can rock better. Like I was at, I was, what I was going to say was I was at a house uh, doing some landscaping work for, for uh, a couple. They were a little older, right? And um, I was standing inside of their foyer very nice house, very nice property. Waiting on uh, the wife to cut me a check after I after I finished, and the guy and the husband was just like he was just frustrated, just walking around, just upset, all of, just walking around. Just I was like, man, why is he just walking around? He's just walking around fussing and mad because something was going on with their business. They own a business, and they and it's a very well business, doing very well. But he was frustrated in his mind, and he really didn't understand why. He didn't understand what was going on or how he could how he could deal with these issues that he was having. And so then he went upstairs, and then he came back downstairs, and he was like, oh, hopefully I'll start feeling better soon. I just took, like, a half a pill or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, he just drugged himself to not feel the not feel the um the repercussions of that conflict. And then he just continued on with his day. I was like, wow. I don't think it was volume that he took, but it spoke volumes mm -hmm. to their issue. See what I'm saying? Like that's just crazy. So, so you know how to deal with it, deal with the problem because that takes care of money. But when it comes to a conflict, you just drug yourself and ignore it. It's deep. Can take more effort. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot yeah. more effort, especially when you know when you understand your place in the marketplace, mm -hmm. and then you you can work your place and get money. Then it's easier right. to solve con to solve problems 
because you now you have the funds to do it. Because you're like, I'm good at this. I know this. I got this. Right. But then this other thing, you're going to have to, no matter what the conflict is, you're going to have to keep growing because the conflicts are going to be different. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's very always different. Changing. It's always <laughs> different. Always different. What's up, more random boy? You was, look, you was over there looking. <laughs> He's deep in thought. <laughs> deep. No, I was just, I was Almost just... drowning. I'm just saying. No, I was just sitting there thinking about that because, like, I mean, it's so funny and ironic that, that now um, weed is becoming legal. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of people, we, of course, cope with life with now with this lifestyle of weed culture. Right. So I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. But that's what's going to make such a, a drastic chasm of a separation between the ones who really, really know God and the ones who don't either don't care or just play. Right. Because the people that just play, they're going to end up in the same boat with the people that don't even care. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why am I Why am I in this boat? It's because you really never had a real relationship. But they think that they do. Right. And that's the, that's the, the not crazy part, but it's the, you know what I mean? Because it's like, if this is what you, you know, like, oh, this is what I know, this is what I'm thinking, but it's it's very far from what it actually is. So that's, right. a dan- that's another dangerous place to be in. That's the worst place to be. It's like casual dating. <laughs> Like we while I'm with you, you know what I'm saying? We in a relationship, you know. But when I'm apart from you, I do me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's even worse than just being straightforward with mm-hmm. a person and being like, nah, we're not together. At least we have set understanding. At least we're in agreement. And you There's can some- ch- you can choose what you're gonna deal with. Right. Casually dating God. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real you talk all day about that but yeah so like in that process they really it's it's actually worse because like the number of perfection is what seven okay yeah so the number of perfection <laughs> is seven what's the number of imperfection six six Man, number man. Just that close. It's that close. You know what I'm saying? Like, you really think you're close, Mm -hmm. but you ain't close until you're there. If you're not there, it's like you miles away, even if you you will step off. If you didn't make it, you miss it. It's one or the other. Yeah. It's one or the other. It's not, ain't nothing close except for what? (laughs) I don't know what that term is. It's like, it ain't nothing close except for something in horseshoes. Oh, it's like yeah, two things yeah. that, that you can be close in. Almost doesn't count except in, so, yeah, right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't play know. that other game, so I don't know what it is either. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I barely know horseshoes. But yeah, like clo- you can be close in horseshoes and they'll be like, eh, You get I a point for that, you. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, they, but very rarely, like there ain't no close in basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like either it went through the hoop or it didn't. Either you cross that, you cross into the end zone or you did not. One or the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't get points for getting close. Mm-hmm. It's definitive. Yes or no. Six or seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And a lot of people are are thinking that they got it, but they end up just getting a six. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be in the same boat with the people that won. You know what I'm saying? That's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> and they like, man. That can cause anxiety though. Cause we talk a lot about right and wrong and and, and what you just explained is almost a of a right and wrong so it's almost like if i ain't gonna be right you know i ain't perfect so therefore i'll settle for i'll settle for the six a lot of people was to settle for the six right 
Unfortunately. But they're not the ones setting the standards, so it doesn't even matter. Exactly, because it's never about right or wrong, because we don't make the standards. You know what I'm saying? It's about submission or rebellion, and Mm -hmm. that's not a right or wrong thing, because when you think of right or wrong, you think of an action, Yeah. right? It's never about an action. Action is at the end of the thing, right? Mentality dictates perception. Perception dictates reaction, and the series of reactions that you have give you your lifestyle, so people are always trying to figure out what to do. That's an action mm-hmm. because they're meant to, they don't want to change their mentality. But if you don't change your mentality, you'll never cross from six to seven because the number of men is a, that's what the action is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you're you're trying to be a good six by doing good with action. But if you never change your mind, you never cross from six to seven. That's why you need to know God. That's the only perfect. <laughs> the only perfect. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> More random got the, the man. I know there's a radio show, so I'm just gonna have to uh, commentate. Uh-huh. More random got like the weirdest faces going on. <laughs> I'm telling you, white man. <laughs> for real, for real. So, um, what are we talking about today? Awareness. Focus, which Focus is funny because we were like, "What are we talking about?" Focus. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Because like, it, that's the foundation of it. Right. Mm -hmm. How do you change your mentality? You understand where you're focused. Right. So the 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 beginning of the entire thing is understanding how to focus properly, because if you can't focus, you don't even have the awareness to know how to shift the mentality properly. And if you can't shift the mentality properly, you'll never perceive as God perceives. Because you're not aware of what God would want. Because you're not focused on God to begin with. That's how you know how to shift, yeah. That's how yeah. you know how to shift. The Apostle Tommy Twitty, just this past Sunday, when he was he was like, when God moves, mm-hmm. you move just like that. But if you're not focused on God, God will move. And you're standing there waiting. Thinking that you're in it. <laughs> waiting on a miracle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When God done already shifted, everything around you is changing. And you're waiting on a miracle to move you with everything else. And he's like, no. I moved, so you should have moved. Waiting on an action, because you're like, if I'm waiting on you know something to move me, that's an action. But right. if he already did it. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. You're waiting on an action. You're waiting on him to tell you what to do. But you don't perceive, if you, if you saw it, like if you, see, if you see a car, if you're standing in the street and you see a car coming, what do you do? You should, should move out the way. You should move out the way. It's just natural. You don't have to think about that, mm-hmm. right? Especially adults. Mm-hmm. Like we watch over children, but where, when you're adults, like you see a car coming and it ain't like, it ain't like you turn around and it's four feet from you and it's moving. You know what I'm saying? Like you see it up the street, mm-hmm. you hear it, then you turn and see it. Then you say the best course of action would be to do what? Move. And he's like, look at this example. Because you because you saw it, you understood that the best course of action was to move. How to move. You know what I'm but saying? see, we wait a lot. That's like an extreme example because we wait till it gets extreme to want to make do action. Right. And that's how people end up in the hospital. Because right. they wait. Procrastinate. You know, you know, they're, not, they're, not, they're not keen to the subtlety. The, the subtlety is to not even be in the street. <laughs> right? What when are they you have doing in the street walks? in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> Just standing there not already moving, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> not anticipating cars to be coming at right. some point. You in a danger zone <laughs> to begin with. What are you even doing here? You know what I'm saying? But if you do find yourself here and you do see a car coming, get out of the way. It's as simple as that. And since people can't understand that, they get hit. Yeah, their their awareness is 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 weak 
because they're not connected. So the subtle, the, the certain uh, stutter steps to even get to that dangerous point, they already done missed. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So that's why the two most major, majorly important words in the English language are what? Fact and truth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was going to say please and thank you, but that's three words. <laughs> wow. <laughs> two words, focus and awareness. In the English language? In the English language. I mean, you could say it in other languages. In in any language. Focus and awareness. But they're English. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we're not speaking Japanese. I don't know what focus and awareness are in Japanese. No, but you said, what did you say? The most important? The two most important words in the language. Break it down for us. Focus and awareness. I've never heard that for that to be. Are you serious? Common knowledge or something. What? No, see, it's not common knowledge. That would be common sense. Come on, man. So, how is it in the. What? Where did that come from? (laughs) Break that down. What are you talking about? Focus and awareness. Right. Okay. Yeah, obviously. In the English language. That wasn't even in my. um, my, uh, you have that vocabulary. You have as a kid. It wasn't even my keyword oh, box as a kid. Jesus. Bad doctrine. Yeah, okay, yeah. Be, yeah, we're solving conflicts right here. <laughs> we are solving conflicts like, for real, for real. He said it like we were supposed to know. Like, I mean, besides, besides like, us talking about it today. Right? No, no, not, not besides us talking about it today. I'm talking about besides the fact that you've been rocking close to me for years and you've never heard me say this. You say it. Yeah. But you say it in the English language. Right. That's mean. That's a global thing. That's a... It's a... It is, and it's not known because it's not taught. That's why it's the... That doesn't make it not important. Mm. It just makes it not, not known, and there's a difference. Right? Right? Always more to learn. <laughs> there's always more to learn. I miss the more random. Oh, my gosh. You I can't be more random in your thoughts like that. I don't know. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay, Kat, how much do you remember about focus and awareness? Why don't you tell us? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you the well, note taker. I am. I am. Oh, I mean, I feel, I feel like because the main thing, okay, I mean, of course, like everything can be broken down into more detail. But right. like, you've, like you've said, because your focus needs to be on God. Like it doesn't Correct. matter, like even if there's different things you have to go through about your day. Right. Like, oh, I got to go to work. I got to go to school. I got to drive here. I got to do this. I got to pick this person up. I got to do, like, it's like you have tasks, but you can't focus on the task because right. there's more going on. Like you, if you're focusing on God like what's it in the Bible where it's like put God first everything else falls into place Correct. so it's like if you're focusing on him you're going to be able to maneuver about all these things that you're needing to do in the day Absolutely. because you're going to have to be doing different things at, right. you know sometimes at the t- same time so you can't be focusing on what you're doing because you're going to miss something over here right. so when when the focus is on God that's how you talk about like how the awareness grows and the awareness is the Holy Spirit Correct. so then that way you're able to know all these things that are going on when you're not focusing on them um, because once you start focusing on the problem or you fo- start focusing on this other stuff, um, you talked about how uh, because the, that's that light within you. When you're when you're focused on God, the Holy Spirit grows, and that's that Correct. light that lights up because because you're able to see these other things. That's why you're aware of it. Right. But when you're focusing on the problem, then that darkness is your light gets smaller, Correct. and that's and that's when things start coming at you. And your if your light's getting smaller, it's, the enemy's trying to snuff it out. So right. don't focus on him. Don't focus on what he's doing. You're focusing on God. 
And that's when that Holy Spirit grows your awareness. Amen. Jesus. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Where is the little, where is the, don't, <laughs> we ain't got breathing, that set up, bro. Breathing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Goodness the gracious. Applause, I, need the to, crowd. I need to hit the button. I need to hit the button. Can, I, can I get the basketball thing? That sounded like Blue's Clues. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was the wrong one. Man, that's it. <laughs> yes. Goodness gracious. I'm, oh, that, just, that makes me feel good that everything that I've done, has not been in vain, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. So, base, yeah. So, understanding how to be able to focus on God will, in turn, grow awareness. And awareness is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit governs you and everything. It is the counsel, right? It is the educator. It is the regenerator. Like the Holy Spirit is the awareness that moves you to a place where everything you can take care of everything in its due season, in its proper context. All at his time, in perfect timing, aligned with him in awareness. If you focus on God, Mm -hmm. if you are not focused on God, then you can't move by awareness. You just have to move by your senses. And scientifically speaking, out of the entire light spectrum, we only consciously register less than 1% of everything that is to be seen. Same same with the auditory, Mm -hmm. auditory, auditory spectrum, audio spectrum. Let's go there. Right. Out of everything that is to be heard, we only hear, we only consciously register and hear less than one percent. So you it would be foolish to make decisions based off of what you see and hear. Because they're already happening. Because it's already happening. Not only is it less than 1% that you're seeing that everything that you see and everything that you hear is already happened. Even Mm -hmm. if it happened a nanosecond ago, it's in the past already. So if you're operating based off of what you see and what you hear, you're operating out of the past. And you're thinking that it's the present. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because it's when it came to you. Because when when you received it, yeah. Exactly. So you're like, like, no, this is the present. No. Because it takes time, even if it's a nanosecond, for, for the word to come out of my mouth to reach your ears. That took time. Therefore, you received it in the past, mm-hmm. in the past of when it was spoken. Therefore, your your whole entire life is built off of the past if you're operating off your senses. The only way to properly do it is to operate off of the Holy Spirit, which is the awareness, because the awareness transcends time and space. That mm-hmm. means that you can operate not lean not onto thine own understanding. You you can operate on things that you don't even understand yet because it has not happened yet. Mm-hmm. And you're setting things in order and maneuvering along a path based on based on instances, situations that hadn't even occurred yet. And when it when it actually manifests in real time, the pro the, the conflict is already solved. The conflict is already resolved or the problem has already been solved either way. Or the attack has been diverted if we want to go mm-hmm. all three different mm-hmm. types of negativity. Right. So like that's the foundation of it. How do you grow focus? Fundamentals. Fundamentals. Come on. Every episode. (laughs) (laughs) The theme through it all. (laughs) Absolutely. Reading, praying, meditating, studying is is the funda is the is the fundamental building blocks of how you learn to focus on God. Reading the word. The word is a manifestation of Christ himself, the word everlasting. Therefore, you have to learn to focus on God through the word. That's why Christ says he is the way. He is the only way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You learn how to focus on God through the word. And then he says, after I'm here, then I will send to you who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So focus comes. And then awareness comes, the Holy Spirit. And it has to happen in that order and only in that order. That's the only way. You learn how to focus on Christ. 
Christ points you to God, have a personal relationship with him. And he, the Bible says, you are a branch. I'm the vine. God is the vine dresser and all are aligned for the purpose of bearing fruit. When you do that, then you are aligned and he and you and you and him, you become one. And then that's how that's the mentality. Right. So whatever mentality you need to be, you are that because you and him are one. And then from there, boom, you perceive as he perceives. Therefore, then you react as he would react. And you're getting it ahead of when it actually happens later on when everybody else gets it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because if you're only getting it when you see it, then you're living in the past. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit don't even move like that. You're always ahead. But it's a lifelong process. That's why you ho- that's why fundamentals are to be done every day. Mm-hmm. And you'll never you'll never get so far ahead that you won't have to that you won't that fundamentals become obsolete. Because that's what keeps you like with like there's never you're never gonna know everything. And so to think Facts. that you've made it and then still just be like, okay, I'm, I'm good. I don't have to do that again. Like there's, cause God's word, he's, he's unlimited. So anything in his word, it's so, it's so multifaceted that it's like, you can go back and it's, it's more, it's different and it's new from what you already knew, but right. God was always that. So there's always more to go back and get. Absolutely. Absolutely. A side note, right? We're talking about Moses, Moses in front of the burning bush. God speaks through the burning bush and says, Moses, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Moses understands Egyptian culture. And so when he says to God, I'm going to go before Pharaoh. Well, who am I? Not who am I. He says, <clears throat> who am I to tell him? Right. Because he's, he's like, I know Pharaoh's going to ask me who sent me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just a messenger. So who sends the messenger? Who sent the messenger? Who am I to tell him that who sent me? And, and he says what? I am that I am. That's what... English has I taught am what us. I'm becoming. Say what? Basically, I am what I'm becoming. Right. You do pay attention. <laughs> you do pay attention. Right. So my screensaver is is the actual Hebrew term for that. Right. He says. He says. You tell Pharaoh, I shall become who I am becoming. Sent you. Mm. That's the Hebrew. That's the direct Hebrew translation. I shall become who I am becoming. Why would God have to say that? Why would God, who is perfect in all aspects, have to say, I shall become who I am becoming? Because that's a transition. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't need to transition to anything. He's perfect. Why would he say that? It's funny because you just answered that question. So, but he's not limited by time. And so it's like, but because he is that already, but we haven't seen that yet. Correct. That's why I love that. Because that's so, that's a way different than I am that I am. Mm-hmm. I am that I am is definitive and he is that. Mm-hmm. He is the I am. But in the Hebrew term, it says, I shall become what I am becoming. That is a process. It's not, it is, he is not just the definition, but he is also the transition, right? Mm-hmm. So that is the, that is the process of us learning a multifaceted God face by face, facet mm-hmm. by facet. Mm-hmm. I shall become who I am becoming to you. Because mm-hmm. right now you know me now, Moses, but in the desert, you're going to know me different. Mm-hmm. When you go up the mountain, you're going to know me different. And each time you'll learn more about me. But every time you learn more about me, you'll never know everything about me. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to be, beca- I'm always going to be becoming more to you than I am at the point that you learn about me. Mm-hmm. Always. That's why it's so important for us to always be in fundamentals. Pray, read, study, meditate daily. Because daily, a new facet of God can be shown. That's beautiful. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's why focus is so important, right? Because the awareness can grow. The Holy Spirit can grow. When we think that we got it, that's the quenching of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We think we have it, then we're not open to receive new, and we quench the Holy Spirit. And when he's doing something differently, like because you're only seeking him for the only way that you've already known him, mm-hmm. he's gonna, he's showing you himself as this different thing that you haven't seen, but you're missing it because you think it needs to be this thing that you already saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That was the issue when Jesus came on the scene. <laughs> he was like, hey, it's a new day. A new facet of God is being is being revealed and y'all can't get past what you've learned in the past. Religion. Religion. And it's happening even now. Yeah. Even in the body of Christ. Even in the body of Christ in present day, we still get stuck on what we knew versus what he's showing himself to be now, preparing for who who he will show himself to be in the future. Even on the opposite end of that, because people now, I feel like now people feel like... um, He's showing himself of a new to where even those, those the simple principles of things they lose out on that because it's like well that's just religion that's just old that's what we used to do mm. now we're doing this now 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 we don't necessarily got to be in the church to be with God now now we can now we can smoke weed and, and be yeah. close to God like so now it's like now people kind of now um, adapt to him being so different to where they don't have any roots. Mm, he right. is to them whatever they make him like right. they're but everyone has their own interpretation at this right. point and, and and ultimately i mean i guess the hardest thing is like to say who's right or who's wrong because we all have our own uh flaws but then moving along that 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 uh changing of, of who who he's revealing to you right well i mean eh, to a to extent i agree but it's not necessarily who's right and who's wrong, even though that does have a part to play in it. But in the grand scheme of things, like he'll never contradict himself. Right. So the standard will always be the word. Because he said, heaven and earth will pass away. <laughs> My words, you know what I'm saying? My word will sustain through everything, through any transition that you may think you're going through with me in me if 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 it don't align with my word then you lost me in the transition so you're trying to build a building you don't have no foundation or a blueprint or a blueprint right the only thing that we're the only thing that we are um that we are instructed to do is build foundation is structure is is dig and dig and dig and and get a better and better stronger foundation. He did not instruct us to build. He instructed us to get foundation and he will do the building. It's that's his job unless God built the house. The labor's labor in vain, right? And what was is that a scripture where there's like whatever is built like where it's talking about like wood and different like materials and it's like uh or like gold and like what like you know with like different things or maybe this is just that's like, just a three little pig. But, <laughs> but like no, but like anything that's not of him it can't stand so like if you're building with something that's not of you know what I'm saying? Then right. it's like in the fire or in the whatever. I need to find I need to find what I'm talking about so I'm not just throwing out let me do that i'm reaching right now for this (laughs) right yeah so i mean but yeah that's that's true anything anything you do with for god will last anything else will definitely not i mean but like as far as like the interpretation of people quote-unquote stepping out on faith or stepping out on 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 truth especially against the church like that's always that's always a, a a thing that I always think about. Like if God laid something on you to be doing, more than likely it's gonna it's gonna come against what people are used to. So like true. So like 
how, how do people define, you know, the difference, you know what I'm saying, as far as actually stepping out there and, and, and doing something of a new that they're not going to always have their awareness or know, you know what I'm saying, fully of what that thing is when, it, when they're walking out on it. Whenever God shows you a vision, one, he's not going to show you in the fullness of a thing. Right. Because it's not for you to fulfill that. It's only for you to be active in it when it comes to positioning in worship and praise, but never in actually, ne never the actual fulfillment of a thing because God don't like sharing glory. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, be still and know. You know what I'm saying? Stand still and watch me do my thing, but like, don't don't step on my toes because I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to do it. When I promise you something, I mean to I mean to come to make it to pass because I don't like that. That's one thing. The other thing is that he, just like I said earlier, he'll never contradict his word. So even though someone, even though like if, if someone goes to a specific church, not church in general, you know what I'm saying? Not the body of Christ, but if someone goes to a specific church and while in that place, God is talking to them and telling them, no, it's time I'm about to do a new thing and I'm about to use you to do it. It's still, if it ain't three. Just don't even agree. Don't, don't do agree. It. Do not. Don't do it. So like what you what God is speaking to you personally about will align with his word and with a, and align in the Holy Spirit of awareness. So what you see around you, what you what you see around you, what what you feel in you and what you're reading in scripture should be should all be aligned. If it ain't that, most likely it's it's a deception because people can try to twist the word to make it fit what they're wanting to push. Right. Yeah. And that's how you can evaluate what it really is that they're doing. <laughs> right. Because he's the standard. That's the standard. Right. Did you find the scripture? I sure did. Hey. Okay. First Corinthians 3. Let's see. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. But it said, uh, so 11, 3, 11. So it's like, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw. There's where your three pig reference came in. Hey. Um, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. Mm. But it's talking about you can't build on any other foundation. So Correct. That's why, that's why, that's what the fundamentals are. The fundamentals teach us how to rely on Christ to build the foundation. Foundation. Mm -hmm. After that, God, God in His Holy Spirit will do all the rest. Focus on the foundation. God will build it. Focus on the foundation. God will build it. Mm -hmm. When you start focusing, when when you focus on what what's being built, you're not focused on the foundation, and that's when you fall. You know what I'm saying? That's why it says pride cometh before the fall. If you're trying to go up, you're going to go down. But it also says humble thyself before the mighty hands of God, and He will exalt you in due time. That means when you go down, when you focused on going down, that's when He make that's when He pulls you up. Mm -hmm. He you know pulls you. You don't have to make yourself exactly correct. You know what I'm saying? When well, you focus on going down, correct. Humbling, humility, yeah. exactly. You know what I'm saying? So when you're focused on digging deeper, humility is humility means listening. So the more that you fine tune your ear through fundamentals on the Word, which is Christ, that's pushing you further down, which is in the state of humility. And He says, "Humble thyself before the mighty hand of God, and He, God, will exalt you." in due time so how do you go up you force your way down how do you what if you want if you're trying to go up you'll fall down mm -hmm. pride comes before the fall because you're going out of he didn't authorize you to go up so if you're doing it you don't you don't have any authority to put yourself up there right so you're out of line you're out, out of line. line i like how you said because like with humility that means listening because yeah it's like when you're talking a lot and you're trying to be the one to say it you're not listening to what he's saying correct I like that Correct. And that's what that's what the whole because he's like 
that's how he that's how he trains us, moves us, works through us. He he works through us with his word. Like he sends his word. That's the whole purpose of it. It's like, okay, like move based off my word. Seventh day, I'm resting, but my word is still active mm-hmm. in the realm. So if you can't hear my word, then you don't know what I'm doing because I'm only going to do it through my word. Mm-hmm. I ain't about to get off my throne and come down here because then that would mess with my word. That would mess with the structure of how I said it. I said it in a specific order and I'm not even going to mess with that order, but my word is still active. So you have to be able to hear my word, move according to my word, and that's how you prosper. If you can't do that, then pride comes before the fall. You're going to try to build something. Mm-hmm. And I ain't in it. And because it don't have good foundation, that's when it falls. Mm-hmm. And it take a lot. But that's why it's so important for us to be able to stay focused and so that the awareness can grow. Awareness, right? See, the awareness transcends time and space. Because it transcends time and space, then we can start picking up on things that have happened, that are happening now, even if they're not in the not not around us location wise. We could be picking up on things. The Bible says that every time the in the king of the enemy of God's people would be in his in his private chambers, devising a plan in order to take down the people of God. And I think it's Elijah. He was hearing what the king was devising, mm. and he would go back and tell the king, so the king could audit, could so that the king could make a strategy in order to in order to circumvent the plans that were just being made. Mm-hmm. So by the time the plans were were being executed on the enemy's behalf, the people of God would already be ready for it. Yeah. They'd always be one step ahead, and then the king, the king of the enemy, he'd be like, "Ah, who's telling on me? One of y'all is a snitch." Who's a six nine in this situation? Really, I'm saying, one of y'all is a snitch. Why, Why? How is it that they're knowing every move I'm making? And they was like, "It ain't us." It's that prophet of God. He's telling everything that you're planning, even as when you're planning it, even before execution. And that's how the Holy Spirit operates. That's the awareness can grow. The awareness is unlimited. It says in the in Genesis, when he created the entire earthly realm, the entire universe, the Holy Spirit hovered over the entire universe. Right. So that means that the more you learn to focus the, the you can be tapped into awareness that can span across the universe, not just what's going on in your house not just what's going on in your head. And we get stuck there because we take everything personal. Mm -hmm. You can't even get out of your head because you take everything personal. God can't even use you to do something great for the kingdom because you take everything personal. You stuck in your head with everything that's going on. And you can't even get to the point where God can show you things and you can react as God would react in this realm with things that's happening across the street. Across the city, across the state, across the country, across the world. He can't give you a global war, a, a, a global word. He can't even give you a, 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 a countywide word. Because you're in your head. Because you're in your head. Listening to yourself. Right. When we say awareness, can, can that also be interchangeable with discernment? Awareness brings discernment. You have to be aware because discernment is being able to discern between two things. What's what is of God and what's not. What is God's will and what's any other decision. That's that's a that's a a separation. Discernment talks about a separation. But if you're not aware of what it what should be versus what's not, then you can't discern anything. Yeah, because you don't have that focus. Correct. So or like that standard of the, focus, which would be God. Absolutely. So like without awareness. 
you can't determine anything what's what is of God and what's not. It's so so discernment is a byproduct of awareness. Balance is a byproduct of awareness. That's why he's that's why he's he's everything. That's why he says he's the counselor. You know what I'm saying? He's the educator, he's the teacher, he's the guidance. You know what I'm saying? He's the guidance system. You know what I'm saying? The awareness guides you to guides you to all truths. Because only God in the in the in the manifestation of the Holy Spirit can tell you what is and what's not. Because you're not just going off of what you see and what you hear. You're going off of something that spans across the universe. So when God makes a decision, he's making the decision on behalf of all creation, atomically and heavenly, earthly and heavenly. Every decision is a decision that positively, every decision that God makes positively impacts both realms because he's watching over all everything. You know what I'm saying? And so if we, if we're making our own decision, we're only basing off of what we see, not what be the, not what would be good for everything. And there's a big difference. For sure. Focus. And awareness, understanding how to be able to focus on Christ so that we have a we have a clear understanding of who God is, who we are in God, who Christ is. That grows awareness, awareness of bad things and awareness of good things. When good things are happening, when God is moving, you're aware of his movements. When the enemy is moving, you're aware of his movements. And you know, and awareness also brings resolution. So you know how to resolve because awareness brings that as well. All, all of that brings in. So it's, you're not just aware of what's happening. You know how to handle it. So in the Bible, when 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 uh, when Christ says, hey, because you're following me, because you're focused on me, now your awareness is going to grow. And he says, when you're persecuted, right, when you're snatched up and brought be- brought before the synagogue, you don't even have to worry about what to say. Because at that point, you'll be aware of of what needs to be said and the Holy Spirit will speak through you on your behalf. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like everything is built into that. The most important thing to do is for us to learn to focus so that we can grow awareness. Without that, we're worse than the world. We're in a very bad position. That's the key. That's the key to everything. Focus and awareness. That's how we move. That's how we that's how we should move. That's how we should speak. That's how we should act. That's how we should think all based on focus and awareness. Talking about how because when you're not focused, like when you're, or your focus shifts and you're focusing on the wrong thing. Right. Um, like you're going to start because you're not aware of, like you said, it brings awareness to good and bad and the different things going on. Um, like you would be more susceptible to different attacks or different things coming because he's trying to, he's trying to keep your focus off. Right. Um, but really the only way to fix that is just to get back in that focus. Like Correct. That's you, yeah, yeah, you can't you can't go back in time and fix anything. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought that up. You can't go back in time and fix anything. You just have to realign your focus mm-hmm. and go from there. But inside of your employee package with the company of the kingdom, then you have mercy. So anything that you could have possibly messed up being outside the will while at that time of not being focused, you're making decisions outside of being focused, then you're starting you're starting sequences of cause and effects that could be adverse to the will. But mercy is God on behalf of his own company initiating cause and effects to nullify the cause and effects that you started mm-hmm. outside the will. So mercy is built in. As soon as you're employed by the company, you have mercy at your mercy. Mm-hmm. You have mercy at, you know what I'm saying, like there for you. So that even though you may make a decision and then start generating cause and a series of cause and effects outside 
of the will. God can be like, oh, I knew you was going to do that. So two months ago, I had somebody do that. And now that's going to nullify this. Like, I already, I already got you covered. You're good. But I need you to get back in focus right. so that you stop doing things like this. And I have to keep, I have to, I don't have to keep cleaning up your mess. So it's good. It's, it's That's good. When it comes to that, as your awareness grows, you can see these things take place. And then like that just creates more, more thanks, more praise. When you see God nullify a bad decision that you right. made, you right. just give him more praise for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's dope. And then on top of that, um, one thing that uh, misconception, there is a huge difference between focus and concentration. Those are not the same thing. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Huge difference. It's like they're what they are are really like two different two different ends of a hose or a pipe, right? Focus is pointing back into the spirit towards God. Concentration is what you do to, to your assignment. So you concentrate on your assignment, but you're focused on God. That makes sense. The uh, only way what? to be <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm sitting here saying because people think that focus and concentration is the same thing, and they're not. What you do in the atomic realm is what you concentrate on based on what you're supposed to be doing for God inside of the kingdom. You concentrate on your assignment and not get not get swayed by doing a whole bunch of extra stuff. Concentrate on your assignment. But people will always be like, focus on what you're doing. They use those words interchangeably when they're really different. You can't focus on what you're doing because the whole per- the whole what double mindedness is, is you're trying to. Focus on two different things. You know what I'm saying? And a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You, There's only one thing that you can be completely focused on, and that's God. But you can concentrate on what you're doing. I'm st- you saying it. <laughs> but, but it's not registering. It's not registering at because all. that's how deep it is, bro. I'm telling you. When God showed, when God told me that, I would, I, my, my reaction was very simple. I was like, oh, my God. You're going to have to teach me that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, because, I mean... Conceptually, it sound it you can it sounds different, but like but in the operation of it, it's right. It's, it's, it's damn in the same. And it's funny could y'all ask that because I I mean y'all put you, you just blew my mind because you put the words to what I was trying to think of how to say it, which was right. like you know how do you how how do you operate within your awareness without concentrating concentrating on what you're aware of what you're aware what you're aware of right or focused on what you're aware of. And concentrating your assignment and just being aware of everything. Right. That's that's those are different things. Like you can be aware, but you're focused on God, concentrating on what you're doing. I'll give you an example. You ever been driving Mm -hmm. and then you zone out miles and minutes down the road. (laughs) You boop, you pop back in and you be like, Oh snap, I was driving. Where did I just go? I knew I was driving, but oh, snap, I was driving. It's like you had two different minds operating, right? Because your concentration went somewhere else, but you were still moving. There's a difference. Like, everybody has that. It's two different minds, and he created us like that. Having that is a benefit in the design of the human nature because one is meant to concentrate. One is meant to focus but we don't understand the difference. Therefore, we don't know how to properly operate either one of them or both simultaneously. And then they just do whatever they want to do. Like, I'll give you another example. Some people can do this. Some people can't. Some people need like dead silence. But have you ever noticed like it's easier for you? It's easier for you to be able to work, like do homework while music's playing. Right. Right. <laughs> or it's easier to clean up while music's playing. You know what I'm saying? Because you're you're um, occupying one while concentrating on something else. 
what you're concentrating on is not what you're focused on. Those are two different things. What's your, what you're concentrating on is kind of like you can be on autopilot while you're focusing on what God is Reverse that. Okay. What you need to be focused on should be on autopilot. Gotcha. And it's difficult to keep that focus focused on him because that focus is what be scattered brain all over the place. Yes. <laughs> so the the what should be on autopilot, we grabbed it and became it and took gotcha. it into yeah. manual. Yeah. And because when, that's the fall of man, we took what was on autopilot out of autopilot and tried to manually steer it. And we messed everything up. Mm. <laughs> it was like, it was like, well, now you're double-minded. God was like, God said to Adam, now you're double-minded. Now you're unstable. Because everything was on autopilot. When I made you, you were on autopilot. Mm. And you took it off of autopilot to take it into your own hands. And now it's become unstable. And whatever's unstable has to die. So you cursed yourself, man. <laughs> like Now you cursed yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that you, it was for, it was at one point in time where your spirit and your soul were aligned and focused on me. Now your spirit is focused on me, but your soul wavers and the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. But that doesn't mean, because, because the difference is like when it talks about meditating, right? So you pray, then you read, then you study, then you meditate. You meditate all day long, right? Mm -hmm. But does that mean that you sit with your legs crossed, umming <laughs> all day long? No, you still got to go to work. You still got to deal with your mm -hmm. kids. You still got to deal with your spouse. You still got to deal, pay bills and all these different things. What you're meditating on is training focus while you're concentrating on the task at hand. But because you're focused, God can enter in and guide your concentration so that now what you're concentrating, because that's what concentrating is. Whenever you talk about something that's concentrated, it's more potent. Mm -hmm. Come on now. <laughs> Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like we don't understand how to, even our focus is, our focus is double unstable and our concentration is diluted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Our, concentrated, our concentration ain't even concentrated. <laughs> It's been diluted. Both ends of the spectrum. So our focus should be c completely on God. And know what to concentrate on. Because that always, like you said, if the focus is always staying the same on God, then the concentration can switch based on what you what task you need to be doing. Exactly. Exactly. So, so you're doing one thing, concentrating on it, and then God moves and you move just like that. <laughs> and you're concentrating on something else. But your focus is always on one, the only one. Amen. Mm. That was good to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good to me. <laughs> Easy, definitely, definitely easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Facts. But that's the that's what that's why we practice our fundamentals, and we 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 eat 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 and eat and eat so that we can so that we can learn and discipline ourselves. That's what a disciple is, because in this new wave, well, actually in the old wave, you know, what I'm saying like in the in the 90s, I think it was like you know when church became a a thing thing you know what i'm saying because it was always like church for thousands of years but then like church just exploded you know what i'm saying and so then like like it was all about members mm. but nobody was discipling nobody took the time to understand and teach how to discipline in fundamentals discipline yourself to meditate so that you're always working and the Bible say pray without ceasing. You know what I'm saying? These things are done in the subconscious so that you can always be focused on God. These are things to help us focus on God continuously so that whatever we're concentrating on, he can guide that concentration to what we're supposed to be concentrating on. And then it's even more highly concentrated. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Filled with the blood. Really? Wow. <laughs>
<laughs> Take us to church, Mr. More Random. <laughs> I think that's about our time. I think we did pretty good. All right. So, once again, this is a light show. It's your boy, Mike Eternal. Mr. More Random. Cat. Hey, turn up. And shout out to our sponsor, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. This is the house. TRT, Touching Real Talk, y'all. I'm telling you, um, look up Touching Real Talk, Facebook, YouTube, the TRT Network on YouTube. Pay attention, hey, tune in, because there's a lot of things, there are a lot of things coming down the pipes that y'all are gonna want to be a part of. At least be aware of. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we out.